hinges creak in doorless chambers, and strange and frightening sounds echo through the halls. Whenever candlelights flicker, where the air is deathly still, that is the time when ghosts are present, practicing their terror with ghoulish delight. This is Missing the Mouse. I'm Jeremy Pettigrew. And I'm Brad Burleson. And this is a very spooky episode of the show. Because we are talking about the Haunted Mansion. Woohoo! Sorry, I had to... I, it, You know what? That, sounded, that sounds really fake, but I seriously am woohoo about this. Because the Haunted Mansion is... Again... You know, if you've listened to the episodes where we talk about everything in every park and what I want to see and what I don't want to see, it's very clear that I am very much into the classic Disney. And Haunted Mansion is very cool to me because it, it hits classic Disney and it also hits this really weird area of will Disney continue after Walt passes away? Yeah, it's it's unusual in... When when you consider the theme of the parks and everything, oh yeah, because it totally is a, it, it it totally feels like it is a departure from everything that is in the parks. Um, you know, you you can't really imagine a world in which it's a small world and haunted mansion coexists, but they do so well. And as much as you feel like it doesn't really belong there, it was planned there from the beginning, right? You know, so it, it 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 was a vision that Walt had, and it's just so cool to see um, the way that the Imagineers really stepped up. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, after after Walt passes away, and this vision is left half done, um, to to see what they were able to come up with, and I feel like they really proved to themselves as much as everybody else that they could still do this even without Walt there. Mm-hmm. And I yeah, think that I think that was really important. Yeah, it's very much it, it, it's it's very much how um, the way Apple is operating now after Steve Jobs has passed, where people were like, "Is Apple going to make it without Steve Jobs?" And I think over the last few years, they've really proven that yes, the spirit, his spirit, and his his drive and everything lives on. And and even today, Walt's Walt's imagination and his his uh, his spirit and everything lives on in the parks. I think. I mean, they they really haven't changed much, even you know, even in the past forty years. Right there, are, there are new attractions coming all the time, and there are you know new parades and different ways of doing things. But they tend to keep very true to this vision of we need to tell a story. It needs to be a uh, it needs to be a story that grabs you from the moment you enter the queue. And it should be told, in, you know, in a very masterful way. Right. And masterful and, is masterful is like Disney to a T. It's like they don't do things halfway. Yes. They they either they either do it or they don't. There is no well, it's good enough. Yeah, I, I think I agree with that. So as opposed uh, to some of those other parks. Yeah. 
parks that rhyme with you know, Mooniversal studios and and stuff like that. I don't know. I've, I've just heard things. <laughs> okay, some basic information about the Haunted Mansion. Um, Disneyland is the original in California. Uh, it opened in August of 1969. Um... It is in New Orleans Square. Um, we talked a little bit about it in the uh, previous series of episodes, um, or the the series we did previous to this, where we talked about you know all the parks and everything. Crazy three month saga. Um, it is still open today, um, pretty much exactly the same as it was. Yeah, it's it's had some refurb. Uh, some of the some of some of the effects have been modernized where you had slide projectors and mm-hmm. you know uh film now they're using digital projection but yeah pretty much they didn't change the heart of any of the uh attraction or of any of the things in the attraction they just made it easier and uh you know probably a lot better to upkeep from moving forward right so then two almost exactly two years later, in October of seventy one, it opened in uh Walt Disney World in Florida. Which actually that so that's when Walt Disney World opened. Right. So whereas Walt or sorry, as in with Disneyland, this was actually again planned from the get go. Um mm-hmm. in many, many, so many different ways. Uh but didn't actually open till sixty nine. Uh and when they were developing Disneyland's they were actually developing Walt Disney World's in unison mm-hmm. uh, and so that's why Walt Disney World was able to open so much more quickly uh, because basically everything was done once they got Disneyland done right and then um, so in in the Magic Kingdom it's in Liberty Square it's themed a little differently on the outside um, and then in April of 1983 it opened in Tokyo Disneyland and that's in their fantasy land. And uh it's themed way different on the outside. Yeah, it's it's the the actual building is pretty close to the Walt Disney World version. Yeah. The queue the queue and everything is is where the differences lie, I think, really with that building. Um, whereas the difference between Disneyland and Walt Disney World is like completely different, completely mm-hmm. different queue, um two different horse carriages completely different architecture for the building. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then of course we've got Phantom Manor. Phantom Manor in, uh, um, <clears throat> that's in Hong Kong, right? Uh, yes. did they move? Hong so Kong. Phantom... Phantom... Oh no. Phantom Manor's in Paris. That's what I was about to say. Mystic Manor is in Hong Kong. There you go. <laughs> because those aren't easy to mix up at all. The, the home of Henry mystic eccentric billionaire. Uh, attorney Disney. at law really M- md phd cca yeah <laughs> professional basketball player <laughs> so yeah so so you've got uh and, and the funny thing there is now do you know the mystic manor stuff because i know with phantom manor that's actually a huge departure and i think we I think we may have touched on this in an earlier episode um, it's, it's a pretty big departure from the haunted mansion that we see in the first three parks. So Disneyland, mm-hmm. Walt Disney world and Tokyo Disney, because this is actually uh phantom manor was a much scarier 
take on uh, this, and it's actually in their Frontierland, I believe. Yes. And is divine, excuse me, designed uh, pretty much like the house from Psycho, which is, again is another really big change in the uh, architecture for the uh, haunted mansion. Right. Yeah. The Mystic Manor in Hong Kong is is much more. Uh, uh, it's not scary. Um, it's 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 more the original theme of the haunted mansion, where it's kind of uh a little more it's less scary more kind of just fun um it's got a, a little more whimsy to it mm-hmm. um basically the story is there's a a guy who has a monkey and he has a box that uh the dude has a box that brings stuff to life and the monkey opens the box and the whole house comes to life and so you're chasing the monkey through the house to uh you know just seeing all these things come to life and um so it's a so, lot more it's a lot more whimsical and fun and uh it's it's really not the haunted mansion at all. I was about to say does it even have ghosts in it then? Uh not really. It has a lot of like animated suits of armor and paintings. It has a lot of the changing paintings. Okay. Um but no ghosts. It's it's much less spooky and much more like I don't know if ethereal is the right word, but uh, just like really kind of crazy, like, ooh, you know, crazy things are happening. So would this fit more in with, uh, so, you know, in, in, in reading about uh, the history of the Haunted Mansion, getting prepared for this, because while the Haunted Mansion is one of my favorite attractions, um, I've, I've, I've looked up the history in bits and pieces, but, you know, really try to dig in. And of course, you know, the internet is where we do everything now and hats off to doombuggies.com mm-hmm. uh, because that <laughs> is, that is pretty much the end all be all resource uh, for all things haunted mansion. And I would imagine that we both probably read through the same stuff, but it sounds like mystic manor is maybe more of a hearkening back to uh, Raleigh crumps uh, set up for the museum of the weird that yes. at one point was going to end up in haunted mansion. It is. It's Yeah. It's a lot more just wacky and a lot less haunted. But that's why it's called Mystic Manor and not because it's it's mysterious. You know, it's it's not the Haunted Manor or even Phantom Manor. You know, that's that sounds scary. But Mystic Manor is way more mysterious and stuff. Right. So, yeah. So so basically, Hong Kong doesn't have a Haunted Mansion. The other parks really do have a Haunted Mansion. Hong Kong has something masquerading as a haunted mansion yes right yes their haunted mansion is is not a real haunted mansion although um it is it looks a lot like the um oh man i think it's the disneyland haunted mansion from the outside does it have the big white columns in front of it i think so yeah okay so yeah that's disneyland don't quote me on that uh you, well now you're on a podcast saying that so shoot you don't you don't really get more on the record than that. Uh so I, I mean it sounds like Hong Kong could even put a haunted mansion in. Does does the Mystic Manor even use Omnimovers? No. It does not. There is no track at Mystic Manor. So it's a walkthrough attraction then? Okay. I was thinking of Phantom Manor. Um with the look. Mystic okay. Manor looks nothing like any of the Haunted Mansions. Okay. It it it, it is 
quite ornate on the outside. It, it looks more like uh, a house from a movie like, um, uh, I don't know, like it almost looks Russian kind of. It's got the big ball. So uh, like the onion tops? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Onion tops. Okay. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Okay. I, I get what you're saying then. But to answer your question, no, it is not a walkthrough. It uses uh, ride vehicles that are trackless. They roam freely through the. Uh, they roam freely through the attraction. Um, they're they're based on Wi-Fi and uh, RFID. Weird. So yeah, the 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 cars take a slightly. You know, they may turn at a slightly different point every time you ride, or they may point you at a slightly different thing every time you ride, but it's not the standard Omnimover, you know, all the cars are attached and we're all going the same speed and turning, you know, at the point in the track where the the little gear turns. Now, see, that that is crazy to me because, um, okay, so so the real real quick before I move into this, that's the same. I think that's either the same or a similar ride system to Pooh's Honey Hunt over in Tokyo Disney Sea. Yes, because that one is also trackless. Uh, so maybe a different revision of that ride system, if not the exact mm-hmm. same ride system. But what I was going to say is that is that. It, so we just had this discussion about how things haven't changed, but the concept that the ride vehicle would not hit the exact same points every time is a huge departure from. Uh, the haunted, you know, the original plan behind the haunted mansion because that was one of the big things about the Omni Mover was being able to uh, very much control the scene and be able to set this up and very, you know, into a very almost movie like right. uh, way because we know that when the visitor gets to this point, they're going to be pointed this way. They can look a little bit to the left and the right, but with the Omni Mover, you're basically in that clamshell. You can only look to a certain extent. And yeah, let them like not even theme behind, you know, they could guarantee you would not see certain portions of the attraction and that saved them, you know, I guess time and money because they, they could just leave these, some walls unthemed. Yeah. But at the same time, that also feels like a very, in reading about Walt, that seems like a very Walt thing. You know, he was very much about, I want to know, I I want to be able to, to know exactly how my audience is going to perceive things uh you know from in each stage definitely yeah so i that's that's kind of a cool and a a little bit of a weird thing that that mystic manor is such a departure um from that Mm -hmm. yeah technologically technologically it's cool but um uh from a from a kind of thought standpoint it's it's like river country where um you know, you could be in River Country and see the, you know, Epcot and, and the Magic Kingdom and everything. And it's like that, that uh, kind of the whole siloed thing. Um, and that's, you know, Walt hated being able, like line of sight was very important to him. Like, I don't want people yes. to be able to see into Fantasyland from Frontierland or, you know, stuff like that. Don't break the magic. And so, right. yeah, you're totally right. It would It would probably have made him a little anxious yes and you know and it's it's interesting to see you know things like um i'm thinking the building the tiki room is housed in has a very uh, near the top has a feel that kind of uh 
is cohesive to both Adventureland and Frontierland because it can be seen from Frontierland. Mm -hmm. And we had to make sure that it fit in. So that way, if you were in Frontierland and you looked over there, the magic was not broken. Right. Um, so again, yeah, Walt very much into this control. Um, but looking at the history that I can see how Mystic Manor could fit in this because Haunted Mansion was originally planned out to be a walkthrough attraction. That's why I asked if Mystic Manor was, because I almost wondered if that wasn't a return to this kind of stage one idea of let's, you know, let's make a walkthrough scare house, which mm -hmm. is kind of what Walt originally wanted from the Haunted Mansion. Yeah, no, it's almost a stage three, a, a further, a further, um, you know, taking away from the, the original. Right. And it's and it's also funny that we talk about the um, the lands that these things fit in, um, because Tokyo having it in Fantasyland that is the one that's it's it's kind of hard for me. Um, it's it's fan I, I guess it's fantastical in in some sense. So mm -hmm. I can understand the Fantasyland thing, but at the same time, uh, you know that's the whole reason why there had to be an entirely different facade built for Walt Disney World compared to Disneyland because the antebellum mansion feel that they had in Disneyland right. was going to be totally wrong for Liberty Square. Liberty yeah. Square needed the much more turn-of-the-century uh, feel to make it all fit. Mm -hmm. And, and yeah, said, it, let's put that in Fantasyland. That one feels like that was where they had room. You Which, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And in Tokyo, that's that. there's probably something to that because... Um, much like California, property is at a premium. Um, that's what happens when you live on an island, I guess. Right. <laughs> There's only so much expansion to, yeah, to and, be had. But at the same time, I mean, Walt's original vision for the Haunted Mansion uh, at Disneyland actually didn't even have it in uh, New Orleans Square to be to start with. The original thing was actually going to be off of Main Street. Yeah. Which that would be with the way Main Street USA is now, that would be way weird. Yeah, and it wasn't. It wasn't even like directly on Main Street. Uh, you know, from from most of the reading, uh, it, it sounds like they were going to have like some little path that led off of Main. Which I guess maybe the path is the beginning to the queue. Uh, some path that walked out well, but there's no queue because it's a walkthrough attraction. Uh, the, this path that led you off to this house on the hill or whatever, and it was going to be a walk-through haunted house. Yeah. It's just... It, I don't even think... That wouldn't have fit in with Main Street USA back then. No, which... I, I, I have to assume that on some level, Walt... And, and here's the thing. We now know so much stuff that probably if everybody had their druthers we would never know about because there is so much that gets involved in the development of an idea from when I first come up with it to when it's actually something. Um, you know, if Walt would have probably, if Walt had taken the time to look at it, maybe he would have thought the exact same thing. Uh, we just, and, and clearly he did at some point because it did not show up at main street. Mm -hmm. It did show up at new Orleans square. And even in new Orleans square, it went under so many transitions from, you know, having a much more New Orleans feel to it, uh, kind of, I, you know, what's weird is it, 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 there's some, there's some level where it almost sounds like Princess and the Frog would have been like a perfect fit 
with Haunted Mansion at one of the revisions because it was very much the, you know, dark side of Nolan's, mm -hmm. you know, and you get into that whole voodoo thing. And I'm like, dude, there, there's your Princess and the Frog attraction right there. Yeah, some Shadow Man uh, effects and stuff would be pretty sweet in Haunted Mansion. Yeah, but wouldn't that be the creepy version of yes. the Haunted Mansion? I yeah. Mean, that movie is creepy, um, but I think it would I think it would speak well to the darker Haunted Mansion mm -hmm. if they wanted to go that way. Yeah, that would be um, more of the Phantom Manor um, Haunted Mansion. Oh yes, definitely, definitely. And it's it's so interesting reading about you know as you know Walt came up with this idea at first, and you know Harper Goff is doing these amazing sketches, and then. Uh, it goes from guy to guy doing, you know, different revisions of it. I especially liked uh, really, really getting to understand Walt's how against, okay, and this is something else, how against the rundown look he was. Right. Uh, right. I think, what, what, what was it that he was, that he was credited as saying, we'll take care of the outside and we'll let the ghost take care of the inside? Yeah. And... Again, you know, we we make this comment at the beginning of the show that Disney is very much Walt's Disney still at this point in time. However, as soon as I read that quote, I immediately thought of Tower of Terror. Mm hmm. Yep. Tower of Terror has a huge gash down the front, and the the lights are fall or the letters are falling off, and the lights flicker, and yeah. And it's very dilapidated uh -huh. looking as you're even even in the courtyard area now. From far off, I guess you see the gashes in the which that enough is to say dilapidated, but it gets more dilapidated as you walk right. up, well before you get into the inside. And I never thought about the fact that while haunted haunted mansion is this amazing piece of to me amazing piece of architecture that somehow took in Walt's plan of I don't want it looking run down. Mm -hmm. I want this to look well kept from the outside, and at the same time, haunted mansion. I I feel like before you before you've even ridden it. As you're walking up to that building, there's something about it that feels foreboding, you know, and they didn't have to make it all trashy or trashy, dilapidated, whatever you want to say, looking to get to that point. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the they did a really great job with like the graveyard and the um, was it Disneyland? There's a hearse with a with a phantom horse outside, I think. Yeah, Disney Disneyland and Walt Disney World, both Disneyland has the white hearse. Dis Walt Disney World has the black hearse. Okay, but yeah, so that, just that horse drawn that horse drawn hearse, we should say, right, with no horse there, and just like all that stuff is really, it really is creepy, and and even when you're looking at this very well kept, that looks like you know you're in Antebellum, New Orleans, you know this beautiful place with bright white columns and just a beautiful, beautiful place. You're still, you know, like, ugh, you know, even in the so, day, it's yeah, it's, something's just a little creepy here, right? And and uh, yeah, it, it's. It, I feel like it, at the Tower of Terror, the rundown nature, especially the the broken outside, plays into the story of the thing because the whole the whole thing is lightning struck this hotel and now crazy things are happening. Blah blah blah. Twilight Zone stuff. I don't feel like a rundown house would serve the story of the Haunted Mansion in any way. Yeah, I, I agree with you, but I think that's because we're so accustomed to the Haunted Mansion as it is. I think at the same time, if it, ha if it was a rundown house right now, 
we'd both say, dude, I can't see how you pull off the Haunted Mansion and make it feel the way that it does without it being run down. Mm. But again, I think that Disney made the more difficult, you know, the guys that at WED went the harder route right. by taking a clean house and still making it look as, 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 again, to me, the word is foreboding, as foreboding as it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm getting I'm getting creepy chills thinking about because <laughs> I rode I rode the Walt Disney World Haunted Mansion uh, the first and only time I've ridden it at night and queuing up at night with the cemetery and everything is is just icky. Yeah, and you know, and that that is where so so you you talk about this as you queue up by the cemetery. It's so icky, and immediately what comes to my mind though is. It's so crazy the you know the line that they walked with the you know so you've got one faction saying we're going to make this as spooky as we can we have another faction that says this needs to be light and whimsical we're at Disney and you know without Walt there to just make the decision Mm -hmm. it rides that line but I feel like it really rides that line well and the cemetery to me is a perfect example of that because you get the creepiness of the cemetery. Up until you read the tombstones. Right. And they're Mr. Toad and and all the their Disney, you know, characters and dogs and cats and they've all got funny little lines on them and Right. You know, or you know, at Walt Disney World you've still got the original uh the ones that are that are actually have the names of different um imagineers, you know, and it's like Dear old Fred, he fell on his head. Right. You know, just all funny little rhyming things. But then it's still a cemetery. And now you have, after the after the latest revamp, now you have the Madame Leota. And the Madame Leota tombstone is creepy. How did I miss that? Uh, when did you go? I was there in 2012. I think it should have been. I think. I but think I, the, I even missed it reading about, like, doing research. How could I have possibly missed that? Because that sounds awesome. So they added a new Madame Leota uh, tombstone with the last refurb, which may have actually been 2013. Or I, it was either two, 2013 or 2011. And what's creepy about it is it moves ever slow, ever so slightly, just a little bit at a time. It's on a really, really slow loop. And so, you know, in fact, I was reading somebody talking about, you know, it's amusing because kids will notice it and adults sometimes won't. And we'll try to tell the kids that they're imagining things and they're just scaring themselves. Huh. That's funny. That's a that's a fun. That's a fun little uh, kind of I wonder if they thought of that, like a little kid would focus on it so hard that he would see that. But adults are so, you know set in their ways you know of like that's inanimate that can't move right that's a that's a piece of rock the animation is all inside that sort of a thing i can't believe i didn't see anything about that so is it her eyes that move i i think it's the eyes and the face itself actually move slightly huh so you know in reading about and i and i'll be honest i'm one of the people who thought that this was just a regular old tombstone um Apparently, I didn't have a young child with me to tell me that it was moving, but it, it that's exactly what it seems like. And it sounds a lot like um, the 
the human statues in Italy, uh, in Epcot, you know, where there's, it's very slow movements. Of course, those guys eventually, you know, they'll move when people aren't looking and get funny positions and everything. Whereas this is all about moving, but doing so at a speed in which you're not going to immediately notice. Right. Imperceptible movement, which you can do with an audio animatronic. Oh yeah. Yeah. Because they don't, they don't have to worry about, you know, anything twitching or, or anything weird like that, you know, breathing, muscle spasm, uh, those, those silly things that we shouldn't have to, I mean, wait, no, then we, (laughs) then we would be part of the 999 haunts with room for a thousand with room for one more. But yeah, so wow, just the, you know, and the funny thing is that we haven't even scratched the surface of the Haunted Mansion. We haven't even begun to discuss the the music. We haven't even discussed what the what the actual attraction itself is like. Right. We, we've not just, entered the Haunted Mansion yet. No, no, we're still just <laughs> we're still just talking about the Haunted Mansion and. Wow, so we've actually managed to use an entire episode just to discuss the intro. This is our intro to the Haunted... You know what? You 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 went totally wrong at the beginning of this, because this is our intro to the Haunted Mansion podcast. Yeah, apparently it is. <laughs> intro, intro to the Haunted Mansion, with more to come. We'll just yes, say that. Definitely with more to come, because there is so much more that I know we both want to talk about when it comes to the Haunted Mansion. Yes. So that that that'll that'll do it for the intro to Disney's Haunted Mansion. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> it's just so funny, man. Like to think to think that we could do this all in one episode is was silly. Yes, it, it, foolish. It was foolish on our parts, but we will be back. We will be discussing other parts of the Haunted Mansion. Yes. So uh make sure you follow us on Twitter for some good old-fashioned Disney parks updates and podcast updates. Uh, Like us on Facebook, uh, we're at Missing the Mouse. And visit our website at missingthemouse.co. And we will see you next week, and have a magical day. Mm-hmm. <laughs>